Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> All right, we're almost ready. Eighteen more hours. It's recording. Isn't it recording? Yeah, but I'm doing video. Oh, we're doing video too. Yeah. I did one video. I just wasn't sure how many more hours. This is my first time ever with video. What are you? T- <laughs> what was the long pause for? Because I had a burp. Oh my goodness! Welcome, welcome. We're good. Gucci. Hey. Oh, he said Gucci. <sighs> we make a rule that you can't say good. And, and respond with Gucci. Why? Uh, it just feels like... It. It's like when someone's like, uh, hey, man, you almost ready to leave? And they're like, yeah, I'm almost ready. And they're like, cool beans. It's like, uh, please, <laughs> please stop the way you talk. I'll, no, I'm going to slide it in at least don't, once. Don't. Okay. Why? Don't. You can. You can do whatever This you is want. my first episode on video. Really? I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, do I look comfortable? Welcome, everyone, to The Rob Bailey Show. Today I have a special guest. What? Austin Little Dick. We didn't. What did we say? That's what we said. Yeah. We didn't even start yet. I'm sorry. That's not nice. I'm here today. That's not nice. Um. <laughs> so thank you to our sponsors. Oh start yeah. With that. I always forget that. You uh, go for Sponsor it. number one, DLB Daily, uh, who's been crushing it. She's uh, doing at-home workouts since everyone's stuck at home because the government's put us on quarantine, uh, which is disgusting. But she's doing body weight only, which are... Have you done any of her body weight only? You can say no. No, I haven't. Okay, dude, I've done like (laughs) three of them, three or four of them. They're like nearly impossible. Like, I'm in my living room with no weights, like sweating. Struggling. Struggling. And I'm like, how are like... Like, not that I'm an, a super athlete, but I'm like, how are normal people getting through this? Like, it's fucking hard. Um, also, dumbbell only, which she's doing a lot mm-hmm. of, like, really interesting, cool stuff. Dumbbell only. A lot of, like, big sets, high reps, static holds, things like that. So, for everyone stuck at home that needs uh, workout advice, DanaLynnBailey.com. And super cheap. First week's free, and then it's, free, like, yeah. $7. And, dude, she puts so much. For it being $7... She puts so much more than seven dollars yeah. for the time. She's at a dude. She's up all night, like researching. She hasn't repeated one workout yet. That's impressive. Like, yeah, I mean, for seven dollars, Miss Olympia is your personal. And trainer. I'm just like, yo, just <laughs> start back. Like, dude, she repeat. doesn't want. She's like, do no, that. no, no, no. I. She feels like she she owes it to people. I'm like, all yeah. right, whatever. Fuck. I do the same workout every once in a while, over and over, but she refuses to. Also, uh, do oh, do we want to do we? Wanna, yeah. So we. We have a busy week. We have a very with busy all week. our sponsors. Well, here's another sponsor: Run Everything. Yep. Um, Run Everything That's our supplement line. Uh, we actually have a product here that is releasing today. Wait. Well, so today in the tense of when they're seeing this. Oh, so when you hear this come out, when yep. you see this video go live, that product will. I can't reach it. Sure, I can reach. Ugh, I can't. My, move my back's my out right now. Fun fact. There it is. So it's a limited edition Kill Rob Bailey to go out with my album, which we'll talk about later, uh, on Onward. And it's a double size. 60 serving. And we decided to put as many graphics on as possible. <laughs> so it's 60 serving, exclusive flavor, blood orange. Um, and it's a limited edition branding, limited edition yeah. flavor, limited edition everything. And you're going to sign them. 
I'm not we, gonna sign all. We, of them. we haven't I'll set a number yet that you're gonna sign, but I'll sign a hundred. A hundred? Yeah. All right. So the first hundred orders will have your signature on top of them. Um, so Dane Lynn Bailey pays for the building, run everything. Uh, we run everything. Got my new mic stand. <laughs> We're on camera. Camera got a new mic stand, so you'll be able to hear me better this time. Everyone DMing me like, "Yo, you're too far from the mic." I'm like, "My mic stand's Wait, broken." Wait, pe- people DM you that? Someone told me that. Yeah. One person. Uh, so you're like one of no, those Instagram no, no, influencers no, 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 that's I'm like, not. I've been getting a lot of questions about my macros. It's no, like, I do. I'll sh- it's been one person. No, everyone asks about macros and rice cakes. There have been people that told me to speak louder on the podcast. It's because we've been showing you with your shirt off and everyone's like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. That dude's jacked. Yeah, that's me. And I'm like, yeah, it's what he looks like. He He's literally the hardest dieter I've ever met in my life. He yes. takes it so serious. He does cardio every single morning. Uh-huh. Like people don't people don't realize that you're like an undercover threat. Uh, yeah, work yeah. hard in silence and let your yeah. actions speak louder. Yeah, you're than not words, one of those people right? that like every morning you're like doing cardio again, hitting uh-uh. the grind. I'm a badass motherfucker. You know, blah blah blah. Like I am. That's that's what I do. <laughs> you're like the opposite. Yeah, I'm kind of low key. You do like 500 things and do all your prep, and then you come to work and you don't even tell anybody. Yeah. Nobody even knows you're dieting most of the time until like we're like, hey man, can you try on the sample? You take your shirt off, and we're like, why are you shredded? You're like, I've been dieting for six months. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why haven't you complained about it once? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. I, what I are like the sponsors? Do that right. Flagner Fail. Flagner Fail, which currently having a giant sale right now. Currently having its giant winter, yeah. spring clearance, however you want to position it. So, up to dun, 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 70% off site wide. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Th- yeah. Yeah, 70%. Yeah, you could say, I could word it like that. Yeah. Um, that sale is currently happening. That sale will end on uh, Friday, May 1st. So if you're listening to this when it launches on Wednesday, then you are in the clear. Go and buy some shit. And then our last sponsor, who paid for the microphones, and I think they paid for the, your new mic stand since you broke the last one. Didn't touch it. You 100% broke the last microphone stand. But that is paid for by Kill Rob Bailey Incorporated. Oh, yeah. whoa. There's an incorporated at the end yeah, of Yeah, bro, this I got now? a business account and everything. Okay, this is the real deal. It's like uh, my music is a real thing now. Okay. Before it was like I would just cash the checks to my personal account. Now I'm like putting them into a fucking bank account. There we go. Yeah, so Kill Rob Bailey Incorporated, which is now, I guess, uh, my 10th fucking business officially. Um, but yeah, I, and I'm coming out with an album this week. Yeah, I just said that. An album. T- wait, is T- this releasing that, that, Wednesday? That's what I'm trying to digest. Is it out now? No, no, no. This is releasing Wednesday. So at midnight tonight, yeah. my metal album comes out. April 30th, 2020. Yeah. That's dope. I wanted to go somewhere to celebrate, like go to Mexico. Nope, quarantine. But I can't. You can go. You come over. My house. I come over? You can come over. I can come over. Yeah, and we can hang. (laughs) What are you talking about? Do you not want to hang? You are a good hang. It's because I have to drink the rest of this. I know. You are a good hang. I said I was a good hang in the one video where you cut my hair. Uh, So let's think about that. So I don't know what I should do. Well, last time you hung out with Little Zane. Little Zan, I think his name is. Little Zan? Is it Xanax? Oh, Little Zan. Little Zane? No, Zan. Little Zan. Yeah. And I didn't really hang out with them. We were out, and then they were like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're just walking around. And they're like, want to come party with us? We were sort of like, you guys seem like you're already partying. done partying. Yeah, based on the video, he was he looked like he was partying for like the he whole He just went week. to the hospital for extreme anxiety. Really? Yeah. 
He huh. actually apparently has some anxiety issues. Um, anyway. Anyway, so that was last time. So now you have to up that. Well, my whole life I've never celebrated anything. Mm-hmm. I've just never done it. Uh, do you, and one of the reasons is, uh, I guess, my dad. My dad never left any room for celebration, uh, which I hated my whole life. So, like, if you did something, uh, like, say I'd play soccer, right? And we would win 8 nothing in the championship, and I'd score all eight goals. Damn. He, yeah, I would, you know, whatever. I'm exaggerating, obviously. Oh, okay. But I, I was very was good. I was very good, you gotcha. know? So, like, if we, if we won a peewee soccer game, mm-hmm. I would probably score four goals, and the other kid would score four goals, and then say we beat the team by three on my way home my dad would talk about like hey right before halftime you fucked up that pass you did this and he would just point out the bad things you know which you're probably aware of this is yeah this is because this is how i uh i currently boss is that what you call it manage manage uh, no work? you're that's boss. how my workflow yeah um so i don't go over i don't like high five people a lot i don't uh it's like, hey man, you did really good at that. Positive I'm like, reinforcement. Yeah, I'm like, hey man, you're a little fucking late. Yeah. Or hey man, like, what? I, I don't know. Or I, you don't uh, congratulate people for doing stuff they're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> or stuff that's expected. For for doing their job. Yeah. 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 If you go above and beyond, sometimes I'll be like, that's fucking yeah. dope. But if you do your job, fucking. Now you- I'm trying really hard not to laugh because when you talk about soccer, all I can remember is. The one time I played soccer with you in the indoor league in Why Missing, and you scorpion. Wait. You scorpioned at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I could think about. Oh, it took me so that long. That whole story, that was all I could think about. Holy shit. So we played indoor soccer. You, and you were going way too hard. Well, okay, so we played indoor soccer, but it was prior to my little fitness revolution. Yeah. Yeah, so, this was. Four so I was years like ago. fat. Uh, fat shitty yeah, two, Rob, two eighty five Rob, two eighty five Rob, who like hadn't ran in twenty years, <laughs> but I was like, no, I still have the same soccer skill set that I had, uh-huh. and it was like 30, 20 seconds left in the game. I was like, we're down. I'm gonna score the last goal. Watch me. It was so unnecessary how hard you were going at the end <laughs> of the game, and you and I don't know what happened, but like I tripped and I scorpion, you scorpion, you're. You fell forward and your legs came, your heels came over and hit the back of your head. It was crazy. (laughs) It was like Rob's breakdancing. Wait, why is he still up in the air breakdancing? The game's over. Like, that's how long you were inverted for. I wanted to impress you. Holy shit. I forgot about that. But anyway, he never, he never like, uh, my dad never gave me positive feedback like nothing was ever good enough Mm -hmm. and even like if we were working on say like doing the brakes on his truck me getting positive feedback was not getting yelled at so like I was always trying to think and people don't do this and it's the you do this Mm -hmm. but I was always worried about what the next step was so if I saw him you know taking lug nuts off my thought was like I need to get something to put the lug nuts in because if he gets that lug nut off and he and doesn't have anything to drop, yeah. he's going to be like, I need something to put this fucking lug nut in. So I, w- I would always be thinking of the next step and how to get faster and more efficient. And I found out that like literally 1% of the population does that. The rest of people just like mosey through shit and do whatever. So I, I try to be faster, 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 more efficient so I don't get yelled at. Um, 
And then when you do that, you're just like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, Zach, the contractor, that's how he works with his sidekick right now at my house. Oh, really? So Zach is the contractor who just redid the lake house, if you saw on YouTube. Um, and he has a sidekick named Creature who uh, is helping him here mm-hmm. in Montana. And they're doing a deck. And like Creature, he's not a contractor. I think he cooks in a restaurant. But yeah, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's laid off right now because of... Once again, coronavirus is just fucking up everybody's life. So now he's like a sidekick contractor. No idea what he's doing. And Zach just like rips on him. Really? And I love it. And Creature like he likes respond, it. Yeah. He responds really, really well. He's like, yeah, man, this, this is, I'm not looking for positive reinforcement. Like I want to get better. And I was like, man, like I love that. So anyway, I don't know why I was telling you that. I don't know. The only thing, uh, what I thought about, and again, because my brain went somewhere, was what you didn't tell me about your dad, that he makes the best corned beef because he brought me lunch on mm. Friday. And it my was dad awesome. has a few things. My dad's so frustrated with me now. Why? Because I'm vegan. Oh. So he's Wait, always so like, is that why I got the lunch? Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he like, and for a while he would do it. He'd be like, well, I don't know what the fuck you eat. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I just don't eat animals, man. It's that, it's that simple. And he did that for like two years. Or he'd be like, hey, I made your fish. I'm like, Dad, I don't eat fish. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. You're, uh, you know, one of those. And he'd, he'd use a different word. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, man, I am. I don't know. What? Or he'd make me like a milkshake. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to. I'll shit my brains out, man. I'm, yeah. If you stop eating dairy for long enough, you become lactose intolerant. Oh, yeah. 100%. I was like, That'll, I'll lose 45 pounds, <laughs> and I won't move tomorrow if I drink that. What I appreciated from last week was Drew asked me on Wednesday. Yeah. Cause I guess he was like real prepared to make this corned beef. Yeah. Cause I guess it was like a big thing. So uh, Drew asked me on Wednesday. He was like, "Hey, uh, my dad wants to know if you're interested. He's bringing in corned beef for me for Friday." And I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" And it what it what was awesome about it was it made me forget what like a, one of them like homemade homey meals yeah. is because like Nadia and I will cook and we'll make food or whatever, but something that's like cooked in a crock pot or a mm-hmm. pressure cooker. That's been cooking for however long. Yeah. Like I was able to cut it with a plastic fork and it had like carrots and shit. It was good. Yeah. There's like hours involved in that. Yeah. You and can he tell. Makes a, he makes a lot of things like that where it's this big, longer, because he's retired, mm-hmm. you know? So it's this big, longer process. And it reminds you of like, yeah, how your parents used to cook. Yeah. It was, so, all, it made me miss Philly. So you're my dad's son now because yeah. he, what's he going to make me? Well, I'm your son. Yeah. And then your dad's my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Is that how it works? No, yeah. that's exactly how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. And uh, yeah, so I don't know how to celebrate. Okay. So anyway, no, I was, that's what it was. Well, the thing is you can't travel. I can't travel. So I was telling you that like my whole life I grew up never celebrating uh-huh. because like me coming out with an album, yeah, it's my job. I make music. I come out with albums. Right. Why the fuck would I celebrate? Or I would set insanely high goals like, oh, I need to hit the billboard charts in order to celebrate. But now I've realized, like, I don't know, man, I work really fucking hard, and I should just start celebrating little things just so my life seems cooler, you know? So what's the plan? I don't have one, man. Okay. What are options? Uh, so I, I guess it has to be here in Montana. Yep. Um, I could buy myself something, but I literally don't need anything. Okay. Um, so you're limited. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to hang out with me. I would hang out with you. Okay. Hmm. I'll have my hot tub back up and running by then. What's ideally. wrong with it? 
we fucking drained all the water out of it because we're building a deck. Uh, you need to watch my vlog today, bro. I skimmed through it. Did you notice the hot tub? We dug out where the hot tub was. No, I saw where the the bobcat was stuck. Yeah, but we dug out where the hot tub was. That's what I did with the uh, bobcat because I'm a fucking man, bro. Right. So not that, that women can't use bobcats. Mm, good disclaimer. Right. Yeah. Women can right. do anything men can do. So the the album. Except for pee standing up. Yeah. If they could pee stand up, it would just be messy. Be disgusting. Um, no, not like equipped, a, like bro. A funnel. Not equipped. What's equipped? Oh, like raw and equipped, like yeah. powerlifting? Yeah, fucking pee raw. You can't. Yeah, you got to pee all over no, yourself. Equipped? With an RP9 <laughs> just <laughs> running down your leg. So the album is oh, coming out. shit. Yeah, album's it, coming out this week. Fucking. This has been a long time in the works. Are you excited? Um, I don't know. You don't know if you're excited, dude. I'm I go through. I'm going through so many emotions. You're going through normal Rob. So waves. many emotions because I made it so long ago. It's over a year. Whatever. It's, I've been working on it for a year. Uh-huh. That I made it so long ago that it like. I feel like the delay is taking away a lot of it, a lot of my excitement, and then. I'm nervous because I'm stepping into a genre that I really, really respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I'm using all hired guns. So, like, that's a thing. Like, I'm not sure if I, I don't tour. Like, I, I, I'm doing th- everything so unconventional. Yeah. And I'm stepping into, once again, a genre of music of, like, that's my shit, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like if you started to rap and then, like, it, like you knew Meek was going to hear it. Mm-hmm. That feeling of, like... Well, fuck, man. I, Meek shouldn't hear my shit. I'm not good enough. Like extra stress. Yeah. So, like, I feel a little bit stressed. Not about the general public because I, I think that like a lot of people that like my shit are just gonna like it. Yeah. But then I know a lot of people like in the industry and like, or I respect a lot of people in the industry that are gonna hear it. And I just don't, you know, it's like I don't want to have bad form squatting in front of like and hypertrophy coach. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like that feeling, but on a larger scale because I'm proud of it, but I'm also scared to be proud of it. Have you been battling with this or is this something that has popped up now that it's close to actually happening? It, it only pops up every once in a while because okay. I have so many things going on. That's the other thing, too, is like I have so many little projects going on. Like think of everything we did today. Yeah. And then to be like, oh, yeah, I have an album releasing Thursday. That knocks off some of the stress. But um, no, I don't know. I, uh, someone asked me a good question. Dana asked me a good question in the, uh, the, the spicy ones video, mm. which was like, um, which is live right now. So go watch it. Which is go Rob's live YouTube right now channel. on YouTube. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I get rocked, but I, I forget what the question was, but my response was, I just like doing it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Jake and I talked about it in the last podcast, but uh, yeah, where do I see it going in the future? It's, 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 I'm trying to pull back and realize that like, no, I just like making this. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, I get enough DMs, and dude, honestly, like one or two DMs would be enough to where if people were like, hey, this changed my life, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Like if you can literally do something and change someone else's life that you weren't planning on changing for the better, cool, I'll, I'll keep making it albums. It would almost be selfish of you not to do it. Yeah, they don't cost me, in the grand scheme of things, they don't cost me that much to make. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's paying musicians, it's studio time, it's travel, which I do anyway. So like an album for me, even if I, you know, if I break even, like it's not like I'm, I have other streams of income. It's just it's something I really enjoy doing, and I think it's fun, and I think that I'm just going to keep doing it. So I'm trying to remember that, too, yeah, with all the pressure I, of everything. And you had fun with this one, cause, and it was a very different process than what you're used to. Yeah. Yeah, so normally it's me and Hustle, and like 
we've we set guidelines for ourselves. Like there's mm. so many rules going in of like like when we originally made it, it the concept the concept was pretty easy. It was we wanted to be repetitive because I think when you're when you're training or something like that, like I think complex lyrics and I think that uh, you know bunch of different verses and cadence changes. I think it it confuses you. You know, and that's why, like, the repetitive thing, like, it allows you to focus on the weights. It allows you to focus on whatever task you're doing. And that's why, like, I like editing to, like, EDM music. Because, like, nothing's really happening. It's just a fucking beat. And that was one of the rules. And then, like, our first album did so well, it set, like, another precedent of rules, which was, like, okay, we have to be positive. We can't be violent. You know, we can be violent, but it has to be, like, tactfully violent. Mm -hmm. And we had to do all these things. And then, like, by the fifth album, we were writing songs and be like, ooh, we can't say that. That's not us. Mm-hmm. The sixth album, we came back and we were, like, a little more loose with it. Yeah, so, like, Spectrum, Spectrum maybe. still following the rules. Yeah. And we had these rules. So when we start, when I, when I started writing for this next, I was like, oh, my God, what do I write about? Like, can I write about hating people? Like, I can... So Holy shit, I it was almost with the freedom of being able to do whatever you want was like, oh, this is. Yeah, it's like, what different. do I do? So I still set rules for myself. Uh-huh. You know, like I, I wanted to, I was like writing songs that people can relate. Um, I was a little more. There's one song without any curse words. There's a lot of songs. Yeah. I uploaded them all and there's a lot of songs where I don't curse at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I either, I either curse a lot. Yeah, you're either one <laughs> side of the spectrum or the other side of so the spectrum. So like. Heartbeat we released as a single. That had curses. I say we because like you and I put it out together. But we released, I said, fuck 29 times. Uh-huh. And then we released Progress. Zero times. And when we went to go do the clean version, we were like, oh, wait, I don't curse in this. Uh-huh. So it's a, it's, a, it's a back and forth mixture. Um, but it's a really fun album. It, it's something that Dana said it to me and which makes me feel confident. So like I always go back to what she said. And she said that... Uh, she had some of my music mixed in with like as I lay dying and like her metal mix. And she's like, and your song, like when it came on, like I really dug it mixed in with like quote unquote real metal guys. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah. And I've heard it play in mixtures of albums and that I like fits. and it fits. And I'm like, wow, I feel like I, I feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. And I know when I first heard it, whenever back in the summer, I forget what the first song you sent you sent us was, but um, it's not my genre. But I remember listening to it and being like, "Oh, people are gonna like this a lot." Yeah, it's really good. That's part of um, the the guys I worked with, mm-hmm. uh, Grant Carson, awesome dudes. They know that they they can make any kind of music, but the cool thing was like. I could show up and say like I, I this is what I want. It's a lot. It's like making a branding package. Yeah. Like if I told you I want this, that, and the other, you could design me exactly what I wanted. Right. And then I can give feedback, and we could work together to get my result. And that's sort of how it was with the music too. It was like, hey, like, do you like this sound? Do you like this sound? And we sort of sat there and like put together something really cool that you know sounded like what I wanted to sound like. So it's been a long time coming, dude. Like the first time. Uh, so Hustle and I, Hustle, I remember, dude, the first time I saw his studio was, fuck, how old was I? I was able to drive. Okay. So I was 16. So it was like exactly 20 years ago. What year is that? Uh, 2000. Y2K. The year 2000, mm-hmm. right? So the year 2000, um, 
I went to his, to his, like up to his bedroom, and I remember like he had like tape recorders and stuff, and he was like making weird loops and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, you, you do this. In 2001, <clears throat> no, maybe 2002, I was in college, or summer 2000, yeah, early 2002, I went up to his house, and he had moved to New York. I think he was in uh, Brooklyn, and I went up one night, and he was like, oh, let's like record some stuff. So I remember just like yelling into the microphone, mm-hmm. and we put together some like loop tracks, and because uh, I was just, man, I want to make hardcore, like if I'm recording in front of a microphone, I want to make hardcore music. Like, yeah. I wanna I wanna be hate breed. I wanna I wanna I wanna make fucking metal. And he had no idea how to do that. Like I played some for him and he was just like, I don't I don't like this. This doesn't <laughs> I don't understand. And like he's just very like, I don't understand this. It's yeah, not my yeah. shit. Um a lot like when people look at art and it's abstract and like, I don't get it. Yeah, and then you know, but he away. just was like, I don't get it. And I don't think he ever really even tried. But <clears throat> at some point in time when we started wanting to work together, um, I said, hey, man, I want to make metal or hardcore or whatever you want to call it. And he said, okay, well, I make singer-songwriter and I make hip-hop. So I, and I'm familiar with electronics. So, like, I can come towards you. And I came towards him where, it, like, Made all of a sudden mine was a little bit more rappy. And we did. We, we sort of ended up in the genre where I still don't even know what genre Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard are. But, like, I always dreamt of being in this other little world of, of metal and hardcore. And I, and I got 20 years later, here you are. Yeah. 20, 20. Oh my God. I don't like saying that. Why? It makes you feel old. 20 years later, here I am. As you sit here with your extra lumbar support. My back's out, bro. That's fine. My back was out this morning. You took my damn appointment. (sighs) My back used to be out all the time. And uh, that's part of the reason that I'm like take, trying to take good, good care of myself. Like yeah, I'm not going to score being playing soccer anymore, bro. Good. I'm a fucking athlete again now. God, <sighs> can't imagine us playing soccer. Oh fucking! As soon as my back gets better. Oh jeez. So the album. Yeah. Releasing Thursday. Wednesday night at midnight. <clears throat> I have. I don't have any expectations. Okay. I've decided that. Like I. Uh, Just um, see what happens. Yeah, I, we're releasing a video. Um, for a song called Unstoppable. Um, I think a lot of people are going to like Unstoppable. Yeah, Unstoppable. So I had some shit going on when Unstoppable came. And uh, there's a couple like dope lyrics in it that I like. Like, um, uh, That was one of the questions I had. What? what? Uh, what's like your favorite lyric of Unstoppable's the album? Unstoppable is a really, really good one. Because you know by the time the album's going to release and then everyone's going to pick the lyrics apart and then like make quotes With, and yeah, yeah, make yeah. t-shirt designs out of them and I'm shit. I'm curious if a lot of people are going to understand this album because like, I, I feel like I was going through a lot of shit last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still going through a decent amount of shit. So when you started recording, the, you started writing this, what was that, March of last year, right? Yeah, 2019, like okay. Yeah, about a year ago. So this one, um, this is a, uh, Unstoppable is a pretty intense song. Yeah. Um, so it, there was a few, a few moving parts of my life where like, I felt like I was getting backstabbed. Yeah. I realized that, uh, I felt very Caesar-ish at that time. Like the person? Yeah. Okay. Like very Caesar-ish. Like I wasn't, I wasn't really sure yeah. what the fuck was going on. And I think that, um. Not to be negative, but I always try to expect the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that helps keep you prepared. Cause I'm yeah, kinda similar. yeah. As long as you expect the worst, it's like yeah, that's. Uh, I think it's called uh, 
like fear setting or something mm -hmm. like that, right? So if you expect the worst, um, so we all know that I love progress and pride, um, but a lot of the unstoppable is about <clears throat> being stabbed in the back. Is it's about um, you know no loyalty and things is like that. Is that subliminally what it's about, or is that no? Straight that's up, what it is. It's we got uh, the lyrics in front of you. Yeah. What is this without progress? What is this without pride? Empty shell of a kingdom. This sword stuck in my side. Oh yeah, that's very straightforward. Yeah, very <laughs> straightforward. Only the ground has loyalty, and I live in the sky. Knives and arrows in my back. I hear death waits outside. Oh. So it's a lot of like it's a lot of having the expectations that like no this is gonna go poorly, mm -hmm. and it's something that like I I I I just fucking forget, dude, because like. I think the dichotomy, is that the right word, of my dad and my mom? Mm -hmm. My mom's like the most positive person. Like my, my dad's the kind of th guy who will walk up to a dog, and if the dog looks like he's going to bite him, he's like, I'm not going to, that, that fucking dog's going to bite me. Mm -hmm. And my mom's the kind of person that like every single day she'll walk up, she'll walk outside, stick out her hand, and the dog's going to fucking bite her. And she's going to be like, oh, the dog was having a bad day. Maybe tomorrow will be better. Yeah. And like, they're completely opposite. So I have in me that like, I always want to believe in, in people and things. And then I also have the other side of it that's like, no, this shit's all going to fucking fall yin, apart. Yang, yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that, but it's, it's hard to balance them. So I think every once in a while I get caught by surprise when things go all wrong, just because I forgot like my roots. Yeah. So a lot of this song, a lot of this is about being stabbed in the back and things like that. And knowing that like, loyalty like i've said it before but like nobody gives a fuck about you mm -hmm. and i think that's even in one of my songs in, uh, in an yeah. intro but like i think if you go into things like i know you give a fuck about me i give a fuck about you mm -hmm. but like relationships are always like they're fucking like fucking two inches away from being enemies you yeah. know what i mean and it's so crazy how like something could happen where all of a sudden it's like all that love just turns to fucking hate. It switches. And unfortunately, yeah. it's like the nature of people. So there's a lot of that. And then the death, the death waits outside. It's, it's about like urgency. And it's about knowing that it's there. Like it's knowing that it's there. It's knowing that you're going to battle. And it's knowing that something eventually is going to happen. But if you expect it, it's not that bad. It's like uh, I, told, I was telling, telling Danny the other day. It's like knowing you're in a fight. Mm -hmm. And like. We we ha we had an issue a little bit a little bit ago that she wasn't aware that she was in a fight. I was aware that we were in a fight, and she got like blindsided. And like, when you get sucker punched, like you can get fucking dropped. Yeah. Because like you're just like oh walking down the street and someone just fucking plows you. It's a surprise. You have no fucking clue. But if you're walking down the street and you're aware that you're in a fight and you're aware of your surroundings, when you get hit, you're like oh yeah I got hit because because I'm yeah. in a fucking fight right now. So it, it's not as jarring. Right. So the, the death waits outside thing for me was like when I landed on that line. And once again, I write on the treadmill in the mm -hmm. morning. So this was like 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, fuck yeah, death waits outside. Like knowing it's out that door. And that's one of the dopest lines. I yeah, think. one of the dope of the whole fucking yeah. album. Um, and then the chorus is uh, can't break me, can't take me down, unstoppable, unstoppable, which just goes back to like traditional Rob Bailey telling yourself that you're a fucking king, telling yourself that you're the fucking man, and then just reinforcing that, like, I know death's out there, and, like, I'm a fuck em up when I walk outside. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really, really dope song. I think that that's, 
it could have been the single going out. Yeah, I was just going to say, I it think could have been the we single. were talking about that being potentially a single. You think that's going to be the song that people really gravitate to and think, choose as their anthem? I think one of them. The breakdown's really heavy. It's I Knew That You Would Betray Me. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, yeah, I think I think that's going to be a banger. But there's a, there's a lot of good songs. They're like... Um, there's the other song. Once again, I named them, but I, I went with like the shortest names possible, so I forget what I called them. Um, I think it's Fail Me, maybe. Fuck. I should have had it in front of me. You don't remember? Th- you know, whatever, dude. Whatever. Um, but that song is just about like not retreating. Like they're all very, very similar, but there's, there, I, I was a little more artistic with some of my lines. Like mm-hmm. the death waits outside, I don't think we would have said something like that. Or that would have been like Charlie's line. Right. Like Charlie was a little more, he had a creative license. And I was a little bit more like, I'm a motherfucking beast. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, that's Rob's yelling clear stuff. So I'm still yelling clear uh, choruses, but I'm being a little bit more uh, taking poetic license. So you, you're you excited for it to release. I'm excited, yeah. No yeah. expectations. I'm but I'm also very vulnerable because like, dude, I, I put more in this. Yeah. You know? What's well, a hundred percent? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can say that. Um, I mean, granted, there's obviously other guys involved that, like, I one hundred percent could have not done it without them. Right. But it's my project. I'm the lead on it. I'm not sharing fifty. Like, I don't have anyone to call that night to be like, "So, did we do good?" Right. Like, it's literally just gonna be me in my house being like, "Did I, did I do good? Good?" <laughs> like, so I don't know. It's uh, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot. Just a lot of little emotions. Yeah, I'm excited to see what it does. I think it's going to be like a cool, yeah. different experience having it be like your project. The last one was cool because going to Mexico the next day, mm-hmm. the album released. I went to Mexico and like when I woke up from my nap, I looked and my the our listeners, our monthly listeners, which is what that's sort of how I judge how well bands do. Because it's like it's like the most metrics that you can see at that one time. So you go to Spotify and you're like, what are their monthly listeners? And we broke a million, which is like Is that like the equivalent of like someone's following on Instagram or something? Um I'm not familiar with like yeah, the monthly listeners. But listener you're like thing. actively listening to them. Okay. So like if you have a if you have three million people on Instagram, people might just be following you and don't know. Oh, and there's gotcha. bots okay. involved. Spotify, there's not really like that nonsense it's like legit people listening to you um so we broke a million which is like fucking huge Mm -hmm. because all my favorite bands don't have a million all my favorite bands have 500 500,000 right so like it's like wait am I twice as big and I'm not but it's 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 just it's in the streaming revenue world and the in the streaming world it's it sort of gives you a gauge but I was also distracted by being in Mexico so like I didn't I didn't get to sit with the feelings I didn't like think about things I was like I'm gonna go to the buffet right so that's probably like an extra level of yeah, weirdness knowing that's that gonna I'm gonna happen gonna Thursday just wake up Thursday and be like do I go to work do I train do I do I sit around and read all the fucking comments about like oh you're great oh you suck whatever mm-hmm. um, I don't know I don't know you just get to sit around and digest it well I don't know unless you think of something good for me to do. Uh, I've already made my offer. My offer was declined. Come to your house? Yeah. Uh, the golf course is open Thursday if you wanted to do like ah. a round of golf. There's there's options. We could golf Thursday. Um. So, yeah. I'm just staring at that skateboard deck across from me. It's stressing me out. We'll have to show people on that. Skateboard deck? Yeah. Because that's part of the merch that's... 
Oh, we have Rob album. Bailey, Kill Rob Bailey merch release. Which we've never done for like your no. albums or anything like no. that. So we have like some Rob Bailey t-shirts. We have the exclusive Onward. Yep. And then we have a skateboard deck with your face on it yelling. That skateboard deck's cool. Yeah. So. I'm pretty pumped. Um, What else is there oddly about the album that is like boiling up inside you? Obviously, there's excitement. There's nervousness. So are you looking? I tried to plan starting the next one. That's what I was just going to say. Are you already looking forward to the next one? Yeah. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to start the next one before this one released. Right. Because I didn't want to sort of like taint the waters with the feedback or my feelings. Right. Because the calendar, you were originally supposed to record, what was that, two weeks ago? Yeah. So you I were. would have already been done. Yeah. A third of the album. You were going to go two weeks ago, yep. and then you were going to go I'd again be back this there week. Right now. And I liked that because I would have been able to like organically start the second album before anyone even heard the first music. So I wouldn't have been influenced by anyone's feedback. It, right. So like my worry is now that the album releases, uh, everyone hates it. No. And then I'm just like, ooh, I should change up my whole entire style. <laughs> that would be interesting. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. No. But, um, but I guess you have to, to start recording the next one. You have to wait anyway because of... Fucking coronavirus, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not, the studio's closed. So crazy. So you know what that means? Remix album. Yeah. We have one remix song already. I think. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, is that Unstoppable's remixed? Ah, my brain sucks. God, I can't remember what song it is, but I know there was like a couple different versions of it, right? Yeah. That's another thing I feel guilty about. What? I'm not. Not that I'm taking this, not taking this seriously, but this isn't my focus. It's yeah. like a thing that I do. So I feel guilty that there's like musicians that are putting their 100% into music and I'm just doing it casually. Yeah, but I guess but, it's like a casual bodybuilder, right? Yeah, but you kind of do that with like everything. Like yeah. you're not, there's not one thing that you're focused on and nothing else is. There's like, all right, I'm focused on this for two hours and I'm focused on this for 30 minutes and then for the rest of the day, I'm focused on this. And I think that's why you're able to do so much and be so versatile and have all these different brands. And because I can't focus. Well, because well, you're you figured out that you can't focus and you figured out how to use it to your advantage. I guess I which guess like so. let's just start that's more a really brands. Positive way to look at it, right? Yeah. So I think that's good. Yeah. And now I mean, what my eleventh business that I'm starting. The one we just talked about. Yeah the the haircut uh -huh. studio, the barbershop I'm opening. In, we didn't talk about that. In the one. warehouse, just to only cut your hair. Oh, the $8 haircuts. $8 haircuts. Yeah. Uh, is he zooming in on my haircut right now? I can't I think tell. he is. I made an appointment to get this fixed. Not get it. No, no, no. Sorry. Wait. Sorry. I worded it. I worded that Worded that, that wrong. fucking horrible. I, I worded Remember I said we're wrong. always two inches away from being enemies? I, I worded it wrong. Fuck. The barbershop, uh, because of the Rona, is now... There, there's a couple positive things that have come out of this. And one of the things is the barbershop is now doing appointment only. So I made an appointment like three weeks ago. You know what I hope now. happens? What? Don't I, say it. Don't you dare. I might even, I might even, I don't, so I don't even know. You're going to say something really bad. I am. Is I that going to create it. weird stuff for people? I don't know. All right. Say it first. I hope that you go into the barbershop. Don't say it. I'm going to leave it very vague. I'm not going to say it. Pull, wow, I just said a lot to pull back. You said enough to be... I love starting shit, man. All right, start a barbershop. All right. Fuck. I don't know what I'm going to call it. We've already asked people nothing was good. I know what I'm going to call it. What? I'm going to call it Whiskers. 
There's already a bunch of shops. I know. I'm going to franchise. Oh. Yeah. Be an interesting. I'm going to start another gym, too, move. called The Lift Factory. Oh, jeez. I'm going to start a pancake company. Call it Bisquick. <sighs> See what I did there? Is that that's like along the no, lines no, no, of no, the no. jokes I'm you franchising uh, my friends that I like. You're oh, I'm gonna open starting a fake companies. restaurant and call it IHOP. No, you don't. Is that not? I thought that's what we're saying right now. You know, you really need to fix that like haircut. That. I can't wait to go to Vegas. They better open that shit back up. For your bachelor party. Lift Factory, yeah. For what? The Lift Factory is in Vegas. No, I thought you wanted to go to Vegas for your bachelor party. Yeah. We're going to go to Lift Factory, and then I'm going to get the Jay Cutler teriyaki bowl at the teriyaki grill place thing. When everyone hears and my we're dream is to eat it with him. We could 100% organize that. That'd be that. awesome. We can 100% organize yeah, that. Let's do it. I'm down. If we tell Jay it's your bachelor party mm-hmm. and that you're not doing a cool bachelor party, you're doing super chill stuff. Like eating at... Eating. <laughs> you want to eat, lift, and golf. Uh-huh. Pretty Vegas. straightforward. Yeah. Should be a great But thing. not Arizona. No, we've already... T- I, there I, there was like a lot of feedback on Arizona now from the last time we talked about it. We're keeping that magical for you. Yeah. That's going to be your place. Till next year. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What? I'm trying to get comfortable. Your back's not even out. It's weird. I with like the whole. This is the first time I'm on like a filmed episode. I don't know how to act. You ignore him. That that's what in the beginning I was like. No, you just pretend he's not here. But then like I would have been able to get comfortable, but I had to give it context. I'm not even wearing shoes. I know. I noticed. Yo, this that's what I'm Wait, saying. Wait, take your fucking shoes that's off. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's you were, different. How much you were missing out? That's different. Yeah. It's going to yeah. smell so weird in here soon. Why? Your feet smell? I noticed on the one episode, you didn't even have socks on, I don't think. Yeah. Jake's got his shoes uh, off now. See, Jake makes Jake's me worried. Jake's also got different socks on. Jake don't give a fuck. Jake doesn't wear a belt. No, Jake's pants are falling down. No, he doesn't wear a belt. It's it's sort of like his style, I think. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's like a weird style. belts. I like that. Yeah. It's more of a comfort thing than anything, you know? Oh, I, I like that. I don't know about I'm that. I'm all about... Being comfortable. Well, I you have an elastic burping. waistband on. Yeah, these are the new Flagner Phelps uh, pants. I Not did, available yet. I did uh, yard work in mine, so they're gone. And then I got this flag, new Flagner Phelps shirt on underneath. That's top secret. It's got holes in it. Ooh, I want to address something with you. What? How did it feel pretending to be a fitness model for one day? <laughs> so for everyone that doesn't know, let me do some backstory. Austin has been dieting... Super strict. Yep. For seven years. Seven. Last March. <laughs> That's a fucking year. <laughs> so a year and a month. So Thirteen he, months. He dieted down for a couple things last year, and once again, we said we said how easy it is for him. Uh huh. Pretty much, when you put your mind to something, you just do it. Yep. So most people are like, I need a cheat meal. I need this. You're like, no, I plan my macros right. I enjoy life. I, I know what I eat. It's not really a big fucking deal. Uh huh. And you don't sensationalize it. A lot like people sensationalize cardio, or they yeah. like to feel like a victim. That was one of the reasons why I got started. Like, one of the things that triggered me for all of this back last March was I saw a fitness influencer's uh, YouTube video. And he's, like, standing at his kitchen counter and, like, fake feigning because he's so depleted and, like, all this shit. It's like, no one's telling you to do this. You're Mm -hmm. not saving the world because... You only because you fucking had what a hundred grams of carbs today. Like stop, and it was like people they want attention, so they're making this shit seem so hard, and it's not. 
It's like it like you want to make it seem hard and make it seem like all the shit to make it seem like you're doing something grand, but it, it's really like do it with the right mindset and do it for the right reasons and not to get attention. And like one of my goals was to compete and not let any know anyone know I was dieting for a show. Yeah, which I think you accomplished because because I got pretty lean for no reason. Because. <laughs> You were dieting for the Big Sky Classic or whatever. Yep. And then it got canceled because of the coronavirus. Wait. The Big Sky was supposed to be this Saturday. Really? May, yeah, right? May 2nd. I don't know, dude. Yeah, today's April 27th. It was supposed to be four days from now. Man, so you'd be like four days out. But you dieted down. You sort of did like a little mock peak week just to see how you would respond. We vlogged. Mm -hmm. Um and then we we shot some photos. Shot some photos of you. We shot and, photos and a bunch of content. And people saw behind the scenes, and they were like, "Why is he so fucking jacked? Mm -hmm. Like, what? What? I don't." 145 pounds of just mass. <laughs> one of the things it was funny. One of the things leading up to like the leading up to the shoot, Drew was like, "So when are you going to become an irritable asshole and make the office smell like fish?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? Why would I do that?" And he was like, "Well, you're like two days out from your big shoot," and I was like. Oh, you're talking about, like, why am I not the typical asshole who's dieting and make sure everyone in the fucking world yeah. knows about it? I was like, oh, no, I'm just yeah. not doing that. As much as I love uh, Dustin, mm -hmm. used to work for us, dude, he would, remember, he, he, like, couldn't pick his feet up off the ground. Yeah. And he'd just drag his feet and be like, bro, what's wrong with you? He's like, I just, I cut my carbs down. The thing is, one twenty-five. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? The thing is, people just do it so wrong, mm -hmm. and then they want everyone wants attention. That's why every yeah. most people do what they do. Yeah. Um, but like the amount of weird questions I would get, like throughout the dieting or contest prep or whatever. Like, I post a piece of chicken online, and people are like, "Oh my god, you're allowed to use seasoning?" Yeah. Why would mm. I not be like, oh, well, my coach only allows me to use mustard as a condiment and I have to boil my chicken. It's like, oh, yeah, you should get a different coach. Well, I think. And a lot of people, it's because they equate because they see the influencers mm -hmm. do it online. They equate that the more you suffer, the better results you're going to get. Yeah. But like it, shit's not like that nowadays. No. It, it never was like that. No. That's Ke just what. Kevin Lerone prepped for Olympians six months. Yeah. He didn't lift for 10 years, and he came back and got in shape for Olympia in six months and didn't look bad for being, like, 50. No. Yeah, it's way overcomplicated. Mm -hmm. um, and people like the – that's why when Dana – I mean, even Dana now, people are so amazed by it. It's like, well, how are you still – how do you still look like this? How do you – it's like, well, she's like, I just – I like to eat cleaner. I like to do cardio. I like to train. So I just never stopped doing it. Yeah. There's never a bulk season. There's never this super dramatic shit. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no drug use and it's just consistency. Yeah. And Con it's enjoying consistent life. Yeah, consistency is what wins out all the fucking time. Always. It it, it it I don't it doesn't matter what type of training you're doing. It doesn't matter what type of diet you're doing. It's a matter of like what you can do consistently for a long period. Yeah, my see my diet is consistently mediocre and that's why <laughs> I have this physique. What's your physique wasn't bad for a little while, a couple what was that, like a week or two ago? You like got in a pretty good spot and then I think Um, that was more like a month ago. So a month okay. ago I was in I was doing really, really, really good. Uh it was actually longer than that. It was prior to uh me vlogging for that month. Okay. Me vlogging oh, for yeah, that yeah, month. Yeah, that's is what, what I knew there was a trigger that we yeah, talked about that, and I couldn't remember. That like fucked me up. I didn't have as much time to plan eating or anything yeah. like that. 
so I've noticed that like I fell off during that, and I just I've never really recovered. Mm-hmm. Um, I did prep my food today, if you if you noticed. So yeah, I did see that. Today's like my first day of recovering. Um, so what what were what is that smell first of all? Is that just a combination of socks that's finally I can't smell ventilated anything. into my nostrils? I can't smell so, anything. Woo. Um so what were I'm what telling were, you, bro, Jake doesn't wear a belt. What were today so what's it just seeping out of them? No, you don't trust people that don't wear belts, bro. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um so what were today's meals? Today's meals, uh so today was so I never bought the smoked tempeh. I we just got normal tempeh tempeh. And Dana's been making the smoked tempeh, and I thought that she was just seasoned. So it comes seasoned is what you're saying? It comes pre-seasoned. Gotcha. So I thought that Dana was just somehow making banging fucking tempeh. you're like, damn, you're killing it. And I just didn't know how to do it. And like, dude, it's cut up like super thin, and I was like, man, she does so good. And then I found out that she just buys a different kind than I do, so I started buying that. So it was it was a pack of the tempeh plus I had an old pack of like veggie burgers. So like I mashed that up and made this like weird mixture. Whatever you ate when we ate lunch smelled pretty good. So so it was the tempeh, some kind of weird veggie burger that I don't really remember, um, just rice and asparagus, and uh, the seasoning on the asparagus was was one of those companies that makes. You seasoning. use seasoning? Yeah. What about the sodium? I love what sodium. What about dude. the what? If I'm consistently high with my sodium, I my body so responds awesome. What I noticed this weekend was I posted everyone knows I like to post food. If you go back to yeah. my Instagram 2011 when I joined Instagram, all I posted was food. Yeah. That was like what I did. Um the thing this weekend, I posted my breakfast on Saturday and I posted like the macros and hey, do you guys want to see a full day eating, which apparently everyone loves and wants to. Only it's everyone's favorite. Like Jake was the only one that clicked like I don't give a fuck and my older brother um, so what? I was like, yeah, I think sometimes people just do that to be funny. I do it sometimes. Or my least favorite thing on Instagram when it's like, yes or no, is when fucking people put it the in, no. the, in the right hand side. And then I accidentally click no. And then they screenshot that like, hey, this asshole like, hit come no. Come on. Like, I hit no because you don't know how to set up your fucking Yeah, learn page. how to position things yeah. and fucking composition. Definitely the worst thing ever. So I, uh, one of the big things, I posted all my meals and all the D... De- all the DMs, three of the DMs <laughs> were, yo, what's the deal with salt, blah, blah, blah. The one guy said, why do you uh, consume so much salt? I Googled it, but want to hear it from you. So you just hear it from Google. Yeah, Google will tell you. Um, but salt uh, salt is not the issue. If you're someone who's like a bodybuilder or performance, athletic, hydration and then uh, hydration and performance are like huge. Unfortunately, salt makes things taste good. Processed foods have a shitload of salt, mm-hmm. and people that eat processed foods are normally fat assholes. And don't drink enough water and to get the sodium yes. where it needs to go. So what happens go. is the people that are eating processed food have health problems because they're dumb fat assholes and they eat mm-hmm. a bunch of shit, and then they end up blaming... They loop salt in as a guilty fucking contributor when it's actually not. Yeah. We're not, we're, not, we're not scientists, by the way. But yeah, if Google... I listen to a podcast Google or two Google salt and yeah, anything from Stan Efforting and you'll learn why you should be consuming more salt. So yeah, that's that. I feel like Stan Efforting is not on my team. Why? Because I'm vegan. I feel like he and I are at Oh, you at odds, would be like right? polar opposites. I feel like yeah. he's one of those like carnivore people. He is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's doing great for, for how old he is. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. Um... I think with the drug protocol, though, you can make anything great. 
Uh, to a certain extent, I've yeah. seen people on drugs well, who look fucking horrible. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I agree. But if you're responsible with them and you're somewhat intelligent, if you're yeah. intelligent, yeah. yeah, there's people out there. That NPC look shows fucking. are coming back. You seen that? No, I don't even know if you care. Uh, Next, could you hear? It, <laughs> could you hear it in my voice that I don't really care? There's a lot of <laughs> That's stuff. That's why I back. quickly segued. Mon- Montana's opening back up right now. Yeah, so Sportsman yep. is open today. Which is very selfish of me that uh, I've been waiting for them to open so I can get fitted for a new driver. Yeah, I love it. But I don't know if what I should do immediately is go get fitted for a driver. Why? Um, one, my swing is not in midseason form yet. And then two, just because they're open doesn't mean I need to rush and be touching shit that other people be touching. So I might give it uh, like a week. Still but my, no, no, no. My main concern is I got to get my swing dialed in okay. before I get fitted. Okay. Um, cause if Taylor made wants to sponsor this episode, I'm available, but I want to get the new, uh, SIM driver. So Jake's writing us a note. I'm very nervous. See, it's like, he's writing a ransom note. Uh, he's going to like, tell us to say something. Yeah. I got to pee. I'm just trying to fit at one hour, circle back, finish on music. I'll circle back when I feel Damn. like it. I'm talking about who's the host here? Golf you? season right now. No, you're the host. This is the Rob Bailey show, Wait. not the Austin Little Dick show. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sportsman's back open. The restaurants are slowly back opening. Barbershops back. Open. Uh, gyms are one thing that I didn't see. No, they're not opening. They're not. So you're gonna have to play my music in your headphones. Okay. In your fucking garage gym. I got a garage gym. Are you gonna lift to my album? What was that? Are you going to lift to my album in your garage gym? Yeah, man. I'll lift oh to your God. album. Oh, my God. See, this is what I'm worried about yeah, I was with li- my album coming no, out. I was is li- no one caring? I was lifting to your album back when no one house. knew that you had not, a solo oh, album. That's what I'm people. saying. Right, back, I, right. w- I was listening to the album when I had to listen to it on Dropbox, and I couldn't lock my phone. <sighs> That's how I'm an OG. Jeez. I can feel my Halfway heart Halfway through your beat. phone, you're like, why did my the song go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. I can feel it beat inside me. Is that the words? Death waits outside. <laughs> right? <laughs> fuck you <laughs> and you and you. Did you write that song? No, that's a different fuck you song. <laughs> you know how many people want to hear you do, do an whole, album of just reading the lyrics in your dry how many monthly, Philly accent? How many monthly Spotify listeners would I have? 40,000. Really? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Right now... Is that more than so, Little Zane? No, he's very popular. So right now, dude, my... Once again, that's another thing that like... The whole expectations thing... Uh, let me look myself up right now. Kill Rob Bailey. With the capital R-O-B. Rob. Yeah, I like how I just did that. So I only have 34,000 monthly listeners. Hmm. So I would have more than you? Maybe I exaggerated. Huh. Jake, show him the skateboard before I forget. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Thirty four thousand monthly listeners isn't very impressive, but I only have a single out. But Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard. One million. We did have a million. Ooh, nine hundred and thirty seven thousand. Oh no. Whatever. Hmm. So favorite song. Rapid fire question. Rapid fire. Favorite song is Rapid Fire. Still Heartbeat, I think. I think Heartbeat is my favorite song just because it's so embedded in my yeah. head because we put out all that uh-huh. content media It just for feels it. so good. Yeah. I, I saw a video clip of the, the, the video we did for it. It's just, it just, it just so good. Favorite lyric? Um, Can't be Death Waits Outside. 
I will kill all the men that you send for me. Whoa. It's just like a just like a tough line. It's definitely something. Yeah, I will kill all the men you send for me. How many how many uh title uh, titles? Wow. How many uh songs is it? Ten. Okay. That's my favorite uh that's my favorite lyric. I will kill all the men that you send for me. We should have threw that on a shirt. We Very confident. On a shirt. Yeah. Just bring it, bitch. Favorite color? My favorite color? Mm-hmm. Uh, green. Okay. I like that. Green, because I, I, there's so many different colors of green. Yeah. Um, like, I really like the lizard green uh, GT3s. Ooh. But then also, like, we had a trailer growing up that was in the woods in Berwick, Pennsylvania. And it was like a knockoff Airstream. And my dad painted it forest green. That really good forest, forest green, is green on with a black top, like mm. the same color as Dan- uh, a little bit lighter than Dana's Hummer, but just fucking like all shades. I mean, the green of your pants, like yeah. green is just such a versatile. Like reds do- don't have that. You could say why you really like green. Money. Vegan. Oh, shit. <laughs> gotcha. Got me. Jake asked me if I like green, and I told him no, and he was like, damn, I just edited all these photos green. Whoops. Green's not I'm ready color. for the rest of my questions. Uh, oh, that I didn't really. I was just we were just talking. I didn't but have you said like you had rapid fire questions. Yeah, I did three of them. Okay. I mean, do you want more? No, that's it. That's it. Uh, so thank you for listening, guys. I'm gonna wrap it up. I think we just we got three minutes till an hour. All right. I I would not be opposed to wrapping it up because I've run into the issue that we've always run into. You with got to pee. I got pee really bad. We get. You know what we have to start doing? I understand Catheters. why. Who? Catheters? Is that when you stick a tube in your penis? Yeah. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not doing that. You need a really small tube. Because I have a small <laughs> penis. <laughs> That's not true. I have no, no idea. We have to. <laughs> um, we have to start planning breaks in because then, like, I can. We don't need because then I could hit like my second wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know keep this need. shit going. You know what we need. We need another microphone, and we'll have three people. So someone can leave. So that way, if if you gave like the signal, like I'm gonna go pee uh. or make yourself food or whatever. Then you could just talk to the other person. Do you hear? Can the microphones pick up Dana's Hummer leaving? Dana's Hummer. Jesus. Has a fucking Predator Stage 2 ECU in it, dude. That's why that thing's so fucking beefy. And a giant hell. fucking straight pipe. She starts up that she starts up that fucking Hummer next to my F-250, and my F-250's dick turns inside out into Whoa. a vagina. Inverted dick. Inverted dick. Huh. And I'm like, 250, bro, you're a big 6'7". Don't let that 6.5 push you around. And it's like, no, 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 no. That Hummer is something else. Yeah. So what's my taco do when that... Uh, speaking of vehicles, I, you should see this GT4. Oh, uh, speaking of vehicles... Drew, Drew told me not to show you today. It's our other sponsor is Park Place Dallas. Oh. Yeah. You talked to them? No. I'm, I'm just throwing them in as a sponsor. Oh. Gotcha. Uh, Park going. Place Dallas Porsche in Dallas, Texas, uh, sponsor of the show. <laughs> just, say, just say stuff like that. Uh, that's actually where I got my GT2. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me... Which you took out for a little cruise the other day? I took out for a cruise. How bro, was that? Bro. So Kalispell Cruise. That's what it's called, right? Kalispell, Kalispell Cruise? Kalispell Cruise. Let's just talk about that for a second. So pretty much Montana's just sick of this shit. Uh-huh. So we decide to get all our Trump flags out and drink beer in the back of pickup trucks and do a parade where no one cares about social distancing. Right. Let you guys know that Montana doesn't really give a fuck about this whole COVID thing. We're pretty good out here. So we're out there, right? 
There's dudes with Trump flags. There's people like hanging their kids out the window. There's maniacs. And they're just doing fucking burnouts. Dude, yeah. I'm sitting in the GT2 RS. Just getting rocks and asphalt kicked on you. There's a dude behind me doing line lock burnouts in like a fucking 84 blazer. <laughs> Lifted 84 blazer. And I'm just like, this dude probably doesn't care and literally has no fucking idea how much my stupid car costs. Yeah. And like everyone's doing burnouts around me and so just like stressed? out of control. Um, I pay a lot for insurance. So but part, still, of, me, like, part of me is like, well, I want to use all that insurance. I pay so much. But but it was stressful. You're not getting that car fixed around here, though. Mm, I don't know. I no. th- Dude, that car. I, that car's got to go to where? Boz- Bozeman probably dude, is the closest dealer. No, no, no. The closest dealer is in Spokane. Okay. Yeah. So but I would go back to our sponsor, which is Park Place Dallas. Let's go. Uh, which is where I think you should get your GT- GT4 at. Wait until I show you this one that they got up in New York. Are you getting a GT4? Not this summer. Why? It's not the Bro, right you, time. Bro, you need to stop being a little bitch. Wait until you see. You need to stop, man. I'll stop. You're a little bit too frugal. Frugal? My water pipe exploded. So fix it and my, buy a GT4. I didn't tell you that my microwave broke last week, and it's a big issue because apparently they build them into the fucking houses now. It's not like, a, oh, I'm going to unplug this and buy a new microwave. It's like built into my cabinets. Bro, I can fix it. So I have no idea what to do. No, you can't because it's the dreaded 5E Samsung microwave error, which is apparently a fucking thing on the internet. If anyone had experience with this, with their microwave or their washer machine, listen. then send me how listen. to fix it. People are like, oh, take out the electrical circuit and stick a piece of paper inside the blue ribbon. What? Listen, how about this? I have a sharp that's made for mounting that I took out of the lake house. A sharp? A sharp oh, like microwave. a microwave? Yeah. It might be the right size, magically, conveniently, to fit or retrofit into your little area. And we have Zach here. Zach will be done my deck in two days. Before he starts painting the inside of my house, he can help you. Whoa. Whoa. I also acquired... Oh, can I talk about my sponsor? Yeah. My sponsor is Rob Bailey. Gave me a hose reel that he was that he thought was trash, and he didn't realize I've been in the market for one. And I saw it next to the dumpster when I parked, and I said, hey, what are you doing with that hose reel? And he said, it's trash unless you want it. Bro, I was sponsoring you way before and that. And I said, I want it. I, I bought your NPC card. MP- yeah, you did. That, I have did, to figure out how to use it. Did you get your money it. back? I got a refund on everything but the NPC card because... NPC cards, they're not going to give you the money back. Be, it, well, yeah, that for first. And because it is a possibility that I still compete this year. Are you going to tell everybody what show? I got to piece so fucking right. bad. Anybody, Cliffhanger. We're fucking out. Yeah, I got to piss. Fuck this um, shit. Guys, leave me a comment. Leave me a review. And also, like, Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me who you want to see or what topics you want to cover because I'm just going to cover shit that I want to talk about or I'll just, unless you guys have directions. So unless you guys have requests, uh, I have a lot of resources around me. I can't seem to get my brother on the show. Busy man. He literally has like every single way to dodge it. He's good at it. I should get my mom on. Oh. No, she's too out of control. Anyway, we're out of here. Good night, Dana. Say good night, Dana. Good night, Dana. Good night, Dana.
God, I gotta fucking piss.